0: From Wall Street to Main Street, there are stories to be told, where knowledge learned on the street is as powerful as knowledge learned on the streets. This is the Financial Recon Podcast, where we introduce you to the people, places, and things that have helped shape our environment and will help shape yours. Welcome to the Conversation
1: Good day, everyone, and thanks for listening to the Financial Recon Podcast. This is Mike Molotaris. As 2020 provided a head full of doubt, 2021 has provided us with a road full of promise. In this episode, I'm thrilled to be joined by someone who has many talents. Among them, pit boss, musician, and how most interestingly, the final one came about, small business owner. I'm speaking of none other than Joe Quan, cellist for the Avit Brothers joe shares with us what it was like not touring over the past year lessons he's learned about starting a small business carve and humors me with some answers to questions that barbecue and music fans will want to hear let's join the conversation joe i'm super stoked to have you as like the surprise mystery guest here on the podcast so thanks a lot for joining me man
2: yeah absolutely thanks for having me mike
1: um so I know one of the things like I find really fascinating is that you know you're like part-time pit boss
2: <laughs> you do
1: you have this other day job but now to add to the resume you are a small business owner
2: yeah yeah and I guess, I guess
1: so <laughs> <laughs> and I I guess like let, let's just kind of like start with going back to last year kind of paint the picture of how this kind of evolved but you know your day job you're doing the cello playing for the avit brothers um what what was it like last year when covid hit and you guys just like your you know summer concert tours everything just gone
2: it's terrifying yeah, yeah it was uh absolute um just a dead halt just mm-hmm. one day it's like yeah that's it You know, we can't, we can't continue on like this. Obviously no one, no one can play shows, nothing like that can happen. And it was kind of, not just kind of, it was a pretty dark moment. Um, just mentally, you know, emotionally, I just wasn't prepared for anything like that to ever happen. Mm -hmm. And it took, it took a couple months of just, you know, having mild depression and dealing with. Substance abuse, you know, drinking constantly to kind of cope with this new reality. Uh, and it, it it got kind of dark for a couple months there. And it you quickly realize how that's just making things worse, you know, mm-hmm. like drinking every day is not okay. Making excuses for drinking earlier in the day is not okay when you are having difficult, uh, you know, mental and emotional Um, issues it's better to seek help and do things you know in the right channels than it is to just try to self-medicate yourself and try to figure it out Um, but luckily i'm surrounded by people who are very supportive uh, like my wife who can help me talk through things and um, kind of flesh out everything that's going on i'm very close friends in north carolina who i would contact and just be like i just don't know what is going to happen because yeah, you know, at the beginning, I don't know if you remember, they were like, "Oh, this is just going to be like six to eight weeks." Oh yeah, yeah, I remember it'll be that, done, man. you know. Yeah. And early on, I texted with Dane, our tour manager. I was like, "Dane, man, I bet you we're not even going to be back next August, 2021 August." That's what I mm-hmm. told him. He was like, "Why? Do you really think so?" I was like, "Yeah, this is turning out to be really bad, and it's it's not getting any better." And I don't have much faith in people. Um, that was the thing that was probably the hardest was this like. Oh, yeah. Dissatisfaction with the way people behave. And that was tough, tough, tough.
1: Oh, yeah, man. I, I, I'm right there with you. You know, like I,
2: yeah.
1: I, I found it equally frustrating, um, you know, earlier or, or I should say like earlier this year, like I lost a family member. Like, I, I was really close and the fact that, like, you know, things were limited and, yeah. you know, it, it it's just simple things. You just get, like, mm-hmm. frustrated with people's behaviors and it's like, just do something simple. Yeah. And especially when people's livelihoods are on the line, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, when you guys don't play, it's not just you all who don't get Oh, it's the whole paid. band, man.
2: You know, it was like a, yeah. it was a full, it was a full stop.
1: Yeah. And it's, and it's, well, you know, your lighting, your sound, your yeah. everybody. And I, I don't think sometimes people lose sight of the.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, they do. They they lose sight of the fact that it takes quite a group of people to put on one show, you know, where we were a yeah. band who was routinely playing what? 80 shows a year mm-hmm. traveling constantly in tour buses, you know? So how do you do that? You you can't do that. You know, even if you, yeah. uh, even if you could have a venue that could, somehow safely get people in there you know we couldn't move people around safely and so it was it was pretty dark um i got to a pretty dark place uh just dealing with it um and the best thing that i could do was honestly uh my wife and i just decided one day we're like we're we're getting out of hand here we probably need to figure out what the what the healthy alternative is. And we went cold turkey and we just started Whole30 just on one day okay. because we'd done that diet before. And it, it's always been like a pretty, you know, doable diet for us. Just to, And it's, you know, all it is is eliminating processed sugars more or less. So, okay. know, alcohol was out and everything was out. And so, that's what started this like just kind of getting it a little healthier. So, being healthier physically by, and, and therefore – Helping our mental state do that.
1: No, that's <clears throat> and, and that's like physical exercise and so forth is so critical to keeping a good mindset. Like bef- before we get too far down that road, I wanted to ask, like, how out of your stage hands and things like that, what kind of pivots have you heard about? Like, how do people? Because we had some folks on from Broadway and mm-hmm. um, so forth, and they were talking about like how um you know so one person went from being a stage manager to real estate and oh, like man. have you heard of any of those stories besides you uh, your own of which we'll get into
2: yeah yeah besides my own and mine was definitely not self-driven it was a it was a group effort to get that <laughs> off the ground you know but i've heard of people uh you know uh, people in our band you know started teaching lessons you know online online lessons mm-hmm. um definitely getting into other uh other revenue streams but everything was not you know nothing could really work you know the only thing that you could really do is have these virtual connections Um, Right. the thing that was like so hard for me to swallow was like just this whole rhetoric around like uh, you know you just need we just need to get people back to work I'm like that's true but we you're talking about a group of people who would love to work we would love to be on stage performing and brightening people's lives and you're just like, it's as easy as just going back to work. No, shut that F up. You know, it's like, <laughs> right. that's just not how reality works, you know. Um, right. And, you know, sadly, there's no, there's no, uh, you know, unified voice amongst musicians that could lobby in DC to get assistance. You know, there was no way of like getting bands to work together. It's just not how it works. Yeah,
1: I know. Like, Dave Grohl is, like, taking up that as well, right? Like, for the small theaters, like, in Mm -hmm. Raleigh, like, the Lincoln Theater, and, like, to support the, the small mom and pops who... Yeah, made their made their living, and you know when you said about August twenty twenty one, it made me think of the Springsteen quote. You know, because he just did that uh, announcement last week for him coming, like trying to help Broadway, and he said Mm. he's been saying all along he's expected twenty twenty two to be the full. The full, yeah, you know, full, yeah, the full return. And I think we're creeping that way, you know, we
2: are. And, you know, the thing that's, we we're on the cusp of going back to on tour, you know, we have our first shows coming up here in July. um, And it's going to be just a litmus test for us Mm -hmm. to see how, how new processes have to be put in place, how to protect people who are, uh, you know, more at risk, how to keep people in the audience safe? How do you keep people in our band band safe? Like how to move people around safely? All those things are going to have to be, they've already been discussed, thankfully, um, but they're going to have to be at the forefront. You know, it's unfortunate because we have to keep thinking about COVID when everyone else wants to forget about it. And it is something that You just have to do, if you, you know, if we want to go back to work, we have to be making these considerations.
1: So you kind of alluded to this earlier, and I just wanted to kind of touch on that, uh, this other point beforehand, but, you know, you, you and your wife, you know, you went on this uh, 30 day eliminating the sugars. Is that kind of what started you down the path to carve?
2: So that was what started us down the path of just like not using substances to feel better. You know that okay. that was like let's feel better physically first before we you know do anything else and so uh, that definitely was kind of a cold reset you know just kind of holding the power button down for 30 seconds and just resetting <laughs> everything you know just, just like something Power's that we like blowing fixes yeah. it all <laughs> fixes it you know just kind of make sure that we can do this and uh at that time I was already working out a lot a lot more than I normally would especially being unemployed you know Uh um so i was in the gym more and more and more and then the gym shut down then it was okay well i'm we're on zoom more and more and more and we're just kind of doing um whatever we could to get out of the house safely which ended up being like five mile walks with the dogs you know Mm -hmm. um and then the, the carve got started because of kind of that passion that i had for working out um, but through functional movements, less so about lifting heavy weights, and more so about like, why is it that uh, we joke about this all the time? But it's not a joke. Like, why is it that when I take my shirt off, sometimes I'll throw something out in my shoulder? Like, that's ridiculous. I'm not an old, it's getting person. old man. You know, <laughs> that is you know that's the excuse we use. But it's like I'm not so old that I should be hurting myself putting dishes away in the dishwasher or carrying groceries or you know playing with my dogs. Um, and a lot of these, you know, a lot of the impetus behind starting carb was to kind of get those functional movements as an everyday routine, right. Making uh-huh. sure that bending at the waist was easy again, making sure that squatting down again is, you know, squatting just your body weight is easy, or All these, all these things that we should be able to do, you know, hopefully long into your life. Um, and I was approached by, uh, uh the folks over at um, o2 fitness to work on a online platform for fitness and of course being with zero work I was chomping at the bit just to do anything you know so I'm like yes whatever it is let's do it you know I don't <laughs> I'll put the work in let, let's just get let's just get out there and do some some fun work and the thing the m- most surprising part of carve that I did not anticipate, was finding an online community of avid fans to work out with and it felt connected again Mm -hmm. and that was something that we you know i know i missed it i'm sure everybody missed that just connecting with people did not exist during the height of of COVID. you know we're trapped in our houses the only way that i could see my my sisters and my mom was to see them on zoom you know and um so that that physical connect the physical connection wasn't there but the connection was still happening through this online platform of working out and coaching people through body weight movement workouts you know so yeah that's how it all started and it it started honestly off of this just like random idea of like getting people happy you know feeling better through fitness um, and creating community around it and um, that it really continues to push me like to want to want to do it more and get more people involved and stuff so
1: nice and is that like an app or it's an
2: online yeah it's just online or,
1: yeah. oh, okay okay yeah I mean I know that like we were talking about earlier like um some of these other entities like they made that pivot as well I think like right everybody made that pivot to some online variation but the yeah. to hear yeah. like when I first saw it I was like man this is pretty cool like first off a lot of credit to you and o2 for putting that together i think it's a really creative
2: oh man they um, were all they put all the work into it I, I honestly was just there to like do you know be on camera film coach people like they they made it all happen it, it took a huge you know a, a sizable team it was like i think with seven people on the team okay to kind of to kind of bring it all uh, to realization and i could not be happier with them it's been so so much fun to work with them and Come visit, you know, go back home and keep working on it and stuff. And, uh yeah. So, it, I don't know. We haven't mentioned it, but the website is carve.fit. So yeah. It's carve.fit. Uh It's confusing because people expect, like, a .com, but .fit is the actual three letter.
1: No, I'm, I'm glad you fit. specified that because I am, uh you know, I've learned my lesson with the, the dot whatever. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um,
2: it's hard it's just, yeah, it's, they're so confusing now because there's so many options for them but
1: yeah it started off what with dot com and now you've got uh like the, All the, the program we're using is uh, it's dot fm so like you yeah. never even you know so like you get carve going with um Oh, o two, what like lessons have you learned in the last couple months, year that like have been just eye opening from like the business side of things?
2: Hmm. The business side of things,
1: yeah. Like, uh, just you know, like it takes
2: a lot of work to start a new business. <laughs> <laughs> I learned that. <laughs> <laughs> I made a joke about this to my friends. You know, I have a lot of friends who are business owners in the Raleigh Durham area, and they you know they are multiple business owners, uh, restaurants and such. I was like, man, guys. You never told me starting a business was so difficult. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, you know, jo- all joking aside, it was harder than I thought. Like, it is harder, to, you know, just to continue to build a business is is exhausting and it's hard and it takes daily, you know, daily work on it. And, but luckily, I enjoy doing doing it, and I like I like working which is a weird thing to say. I miss working, uh, playing music. I miss playing music for people so much. Um, but yeah, I have to stay busy, which is probably why, you know, I work out as much as I do and, you know, cook and, you know, do whatever other random things that I do just because I have to stay busy. But
1: Yeah. And make sure to, if you're not, if you don't already follow Joe on social media, I mean, his, yeah. uh, <laughs> His cooking, uh, it's impressive. I mean, I, I, I get hungry every time I'm looking at the social <laughs> media feed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh,
2: yeah, I try to uh, kind of vary it up a lot, especially these days, because I went plant based last October. Um, so, like, the, this whole fitness journey has kind of uh, extended into my personal, like, physical wellness. Um, And like understanding my hereditary cholesterol issues and trying to really get those things in check, you know, because I have the time and I've got, you know, Emily has this new job with this great insurance. So I'm like, well, now's as good a time as any to like get my blood panel done, see, you know, what markers are there. Like, okay, I've got high cholesterol. How high is it? It's pretty bad. Okay. So the doctor was like, you can try diet and exercise. And I was like, well, I've been exercising like crazy and this has (laughs) not come down. It hasn't come down since I started exercising. Like my numbers have been crazy high, and you know, some doctors are like, "Well, we can put you on a statin." I'm like, I really don't want to go on a statin um, right now. Um, and then my wife was pushing me because she's like, "Well, you know, your dad had Alzheimer's, and there's some correlation between cholesterol and Alzheimer's, so we really need to get your cholesterol in check." So we finally, <clears throat> after watching, a f- you know, watching a few documentaries and reading on. Uh, you know, plant-based diets and seeing there is some evidence that for some people, going plant-based lowers your cholesterol, your overall cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Okay, fine. I'll try it for a month, tried it. And I went and got my blood panel done again. And in one month I went from 273 to 216. Wow. And so the doctor was like, well, that's unfortunate because you don't get to eat the things you love anymore, but it's very fortunate that you can control your cholesterol (laughs) with with just diet and exercise. And that feels like not, not everyone is that fortunate. Um, So now we're at the point of my, you know, my cholesterol kept going down after staying on plant-based and just reintroduced uh, fish back in because I was already not truly vegan because I totally forgot that fish oil, is made with fish (laughs) and I was taking it every morning. And I was like, Oh, I, I had my, I had my little, uh, you know, lapse of judgment moment there. I was like, I wasn't vegan those whole, that whole month I was still taking fish oils. (laughs) So we're still, you know, now I'm in the stage of my, my, uh, my journey here where I'm, I'm able to eat fish my doctor says two meals a week i can eat fish and then in six months i'll get checked again and then if that looks good then i'll add back another protein because that's so is this gonna is this gonna
1: be like a crazy rider like you know van halen's no brown m&ms you're gonna say like no fish (laughs) two times a week or
2: (laughs) no it's it's luckily i'm in a fortunate position where you know i work work on the the catering with our tour manager, so I can very very easily dictate what gets eaten. Uh, <laughs>
1: that's cool. Because, A lot you know, more fresh like,
2: vegetables, you know, it's going to be... Which we need anyways, because we're... I always... I know I joke about it, but I call ourselves an aging band now because we're... Everyone's in their 40s and 50s. So it's like, oh yeah, we're no longer... <laughs> A young band, we're an not, aging like, band. not like
1: not like leaders of Mountain Dew and wine.
2: Yeah, <laughs> now, now it's like you know coconut water and uh, smoothies, green smoothies, lots of uh, cruciferous vegetables. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the the broccoli has become the uh, the new the staple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like. I know that you've switched to the plant base. So this may be rubbing some salt in the wounds, but you know, like one of my, one of my favorite things about your uh, Twitter feed was always when you got together with some fellow uh, barbecue. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I
2: used to do that a lot.
1: Yeah. And I mean, like the one, the one thing that we were just having this debate on Twitter, um, you know, the FinTwit uh, crew and so forth. Um, what is your favorite thing to like barbecue or smoke?
2: Oh, Like it, favorite meat. Yeah. It, it is hands down without a question, just whole hog. Okay. So I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not very good at it. I've practiced it. Definitely get better every time you do it. Uh, <laughs> but it is just, it, it's such an event because it takes 12 hours, you know? Yeah. And it's such like, a great event to just bring people together. Uh, not everyone stays for 12 hours, you know? So you've got the crew that starts with you at 4 a.m. lighting the fire, getting, getting the coals ready, warming up the pit, helping you throw the pig on. And then you're like, now we wait, you know, yeah. <laughs> was like now we just have to feed this thing every 30 minutes or so for the next 10 hours. And uh, yeah. And it just becomes a super fun a communal event where people show up throughout the day. Um, You know, my wife and I were talking about this this weekend with someone from California, because obviously they've not seen whole hog barbecue here. Um, That many people haven't, I should say. And we were like, yeah, it's one of those things that is oddly gendered for my wife. And she's totally okay with it. She's like, (laughs) I don't want to wake up at four in the morning. Joe and his boys will, you know, have a shot of bourbon and then throw a pig on and then random people will be inside the house passed out taking sleeping chips, you know. <laughs> She's like, I don't want to do that. I want to go grab some biscuits, bring them at like 8 a.m. And I'm okay with that. I'm like, yeah, it's not really gendered, but she like, you know, she calls it that.
1: Because but there's no, is know. there Bojangles out there? I mean, that seems... No. Like-
2: <laughs> That's going to be tough. I don't know what I'm going to do when I cook the next hog. We, uh... Yeah. Not that I can eat Bojangles anyways, but it, it's no, something no. that would be the, you know, we'd call it the Bo Fairy who would show up at eight o'clock <laughs> with like a box of Cajun filet biscuits and seasoned fries and everyone would be like, yes, thank you. I, eat
1: I, two always, biscuits, joke, pass I always joke, Joe, <laughs> I always tell my wife, I was like, you know, that Bojangles only opens Saturday morning for the NC State uh, tailgates because... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's quite the adventure, yeah, yeah my closest it, <laughs> thing to hog has been I've smoked turkey.
2: Oh, I love and, smoking turkeys too. It's just yeah. uh, i you know with that hog cooker that I have, smoking anything less than you know forty chickens or a whole two hundred pound hog, it's a waste of wood, um, yeah. so you have to be producing enough meat in order to justify firing up a burn barrel to burn a quarter quart of wood cook you know you don't want to put like a turkey on there and burn yeah, oh yeah it. yeah <laughs> that would be a waste so i've got my you know i've got like a primo ceramic grill that i use for for smoking small things small quantities and stuff um i really want to get uh is totally off subject. Oh no, no random, no random talk. Have you seen <laughs> these Traeger pellet uh, oh, yes. smokers? Yes, but they're they're, <laughs> they're like killing the me by bringing
1: those... this up because I find it like sacrilege. But all my crew, they're uh, the folks on Twitter are going to just razz me for this because they love Traeger.
2: Well, listen, <laughs> don't, don't don't get me wrong here. I am a purist when it comes to making, you know, like, cooking anything. The Traeger. People have asked me a lot of times, what kind of grill should I get? And I'm like, are you the kind of person who is going to care about feeding that fire, keeping temps, like looking at the texture of your, your, your meat, your piece of meat, spraying it down with cider vinegar, saucing it every 30 minutes for like six hours? Or are you someone who's going to leave it in there and be like, I just want it to come out good later. I'm like, if you're that second person, get the trigger grill, you know? That's the set and forget kind of cooking, whereas the other version is more hands on. And some people like to do that. You know, I I happen to be one of those people who enjoys doing that. But I was talking about this little Traeger grill that's like the size of the suitcase. Have you seen these things? Yeah. It's called the Scout or something. I really want to get one just so I can like smoke two zucchinis you know you know what i mean like <laughs> for a meal that i want to make and i don't want to fire up the big primo grill because even the the big primo grill is like i gotta i gotta do at least like eight pounds of meat to make sense to to fire that thing up you know yeah i'm like this little suitcase smoker i'm like that might be the route to go for me <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that, hey you know that would fit easily on a tour bus. And, i know. That's, like, yeah, you know all
2: right trigger if you're watching <laughs>
1: me up, <laughs> yeah, 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 we got definitely like, you know, have your people call you his people. Um, <laughs> I am my so, people. So, <laughs> <easy to reach. laughs> so let's uh, we're going to do kind of like a pay it forward because I know, again, you're very tied in with the, the triangle restaurant scene and so forth. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. paying it forward. Who is like or who or, you know, I don't want to make any uh, enemies for you. But who, <laughs> like, what's the top? you know the top 3 restaurants if you're in the triangle you would would refer someone to
2: uh you you're not making any enemies i have <laughs> said this i've said this many 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 times and everyone knows that this is just how it is i go to okay so when my wife and i land we always go to oakwood pizza box and i to get the whole okay. pizza for herself and i get a half a marinara you know we get half marinara and pie half a half a uh, pepperoni. her favorite is pepperoni and cheese. My favorite, I can't eat cheese anymore. I can't eat pepperoni anymore. I'm like, Anthony's marinara pie is delicious. So I'm like, ah, that's fine. His crust is delicious. I'll go there first. Um, and then we've got like a rotating set of restaurants that we go to a lot. Obviously Pools Diner is very, very high up on the list of places mm-hmm. that is just nostalgically Raleigh to me. So it's like the restaurant that just signifies what it feels like to come home you know, to like a home cooked meal, it feels like someone's putting a lot of love into the cooking. And then obviously I love Chidi's restaurant Garland because Chidi is one of my, one of my dear friends. Um, yeah, I go to those three restaurants a lot. Um, go to, you know, in Durham, um, if we are home for a brunch, we will try everything possible to go get brunch at Vin Rouge on a Sunday um, and then we'll go to our friends, Nick and Rochelle's restaurants, uh, Dashi or Izakaya for bowl of ramen or some like fun snacks and, uh, whiskey sodas called highballs. Um, a, <laughs> one of the drinks I truly fell in love with when I was in Japan. And then, um, I always try to go get some sushi at M Sushi. Nice. Sure. Just Cause like, you can't find sushi that good. You know, it's just like top top notch delicious sushi well
1: um, durham's a great town too you know oh, like oh, the
2: whole has got a so lot much, of yes yeah, so many good good things to eat around there so yeah and now that sam jones is there i'm like man i need to you know i need to go check out sam jones barbecue next time i'm in town i'm, oh, I'm a- where'd that
1: open i i didn't hear about that one or i, I just missed oh man it. Uh, yeah,
2: he just recently opened yeah, so Sam Jones oh, is goodness. in Raleigh now. Okay, uh, uh, it's over on Southwest Street or near there.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I know you. You and Sam, right? You smoked the. Uh,
2: he taught me whole. how to cook whole hogs. Yeah. Not not bad. Not a bad <laughs> coach. Although when you when you when I say he taught me and he's like, you just do this until it's done. I'm like, you're leaving you know, out some steps.
1: <laughs> you, you know what we used to joke in the Air Force? We call that the flashlight holder. Yeah, (laughs) Just stand there
2: and hold a flesh. That's me. He taught me a lot. He taught me so much about cooking whole hog, but man, he makes it, he makes it sound like any old idiot can do it. And I'm like, well, I'm an idiot. I can definitely do it then, you know? (laughs) And so you get in there and you start cooking with him and you're like, okay, I can sit around and feed poles in this thing. He doesn't use it. You know, like I'm all teched out. i got like probe thermometers and like four parts in the grill, checking different temperature zones. Like one in the, in the pig itself, he's just all like feeling around, add some cold, no he's looking at the thermometer that's awesome. on the, on the dial. And of course it comes out perfectly every time. I'm like, okay, Sam, Hey, whatever you're doing is.
1: Well, I, I think I might know what I'm going to do for dinner tonight.
2: <laughs> yeah, definitely. You should, you should go. Yeah, go I mean, that's
1: it. what I love that I was saying about Ed mitch Ed Mitchell ed was like the same way like they just old school they know yeah. how to That's you know he, muscle
2: memory muscle yeah, memory. yeah. That,
1: it's it's a it's a special thing now uh, as we finish up i i, I gotta ask you this be, this one question because since my wife's a huge fan of the group and she would kill me if i didn't ask you yeah what's your favorite song to play live
2: mm, good question it changes a lot um because that you know, as, as a new song or as new songs and new albums come out, mm-hmm. man, this, this song is real fun. Uh, like, yeah. So my current favorite, I'll say that, my current favorite, um, just because I get to use some cool distorted cello on it. And I'm like, <laughs> I use, it sounds like an electric guitar during it. It's Bleeding White. I love playing that song. Nice. Um, yeah. So, and then, so there's a few, like a handful of songs where every time I, I see it on a set list, I'm like, nice. I like i like i like playing that song and we don't play it enough you know like uh, pretty girl from cedar lane love playing that song um uh no hard feelings we ended every show the last year we toured with no hard feelings and you would think having played it you know however many hundreds of times i would get sick of playing that song it is still one of those songs that just pulls on my heartstrings over and over and over again. Um, And maybe that's because we're all getting older and more people are in our lives are, you know, passing away and, and you just think about mortality a lot more as you're older. And maybe you think about the things you might've done wrong or the things you might do right going forward. And that song's always like a reminder of like, you know, be your best self, do, do well, you know, do good to other people and hope for the best when you're out or you're, you're departing, you know, hope that people have good things to say. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah, man. That's, that's awesome. Like, you know, I, I think I told you when ain't no man came yeah. out my, my three kids, my kids would oh, sit in, in the car yeah. and they, my, they would, what was it? My son was like harmonizing it in the back of the car. Oh, that's awesome
2: that's a but, fun song uh, I, it's one of those really uh i like playing because i don't have to play cello on that song so it's kind of a different altogether thing you know it's just more like standing there stomping, and clapping well i do like playing I, I always
1: dig when the, you know professional musicians like that you like you yourself mentioned how you get to you know alter the cello or whatever because like one of my you know on a ba i'm an unabashed springsteen fan um when gary talent busts out the tuba for wild billy circus story <laughs> it's fun it's you like know,
2: we're out tuba. there there this.
1: needs to be more tuba
2: we're out there playing shows you know so we're just like it's kind of nice to change it up sometimes you know like gotta, oh yeah. gotta play electric you know distorted cello on this part or gotta you know uh oh god what's the name of that song um It'll come to me, but yeah you know, there's a few songs that I played kind of altered cello in it. It's always fun, just kind of like oh. Man.
1: so are you gonna um release any um workout videos on the road, or but yeah
2: yeah, 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 we're, we're gonna continue it. I'm gonna you know work out backstages all across the country. that's the plan is to like. Uh, do these different workouts all over the country? Um, continue doing uh, the cook-alongs. We do we do once a month cook-alongs, and so um, mm-hmm. try to bring a chef in, teach me how to make a specific you know a dish that we we uh, that I want to learn. Um, uh, and, and so those are going to be a little bit more challenging, just because I have to time it right for when I'm home to make yeah. sure that you know I can get everything set up correctly and go shopping. Like all those things kind of take time, and, uh, and then the yogas are going to be. The yoga will be interesting because they f- it falls at such a different time um, that that might have to like, shift around. The scheduling is going to be something that I'll have to play with quite a bit, but um, hopefully it won't shift too much. That's the, the idea is to kind of keep it going in the same.
1: And so folks uh, can continue to follow along um, on
2: carve.fit, right? Yeah, you can look us up, uh, carve.fit. That's the web address or Instagram at carve.fit or my Instagram at joequan 80 the band's Instagram at the Avit Brothers. Yeah, at the Avit Brothers. Um, yeah,
1: or they we're, could we're come man. get a workout, come into one of the shows. Right? Yeah.
2: Oh man, we've, th- <laughs> we've talked about doing a workout down in. Uh, we you know we we play that yearly, you know, semi yearly, sometimes yearly show down in uh, uh, Mexico called at the beach, and I oh. was like, oh man, I should do a live workout. That would be hilarious. Yeah. You know, you guys you know, do- a party vibe down there. So people <laughs> are breaking up. He's like, oh, I don't want to work out. <laughs>
1: well, you know, I was going to say, you guys should like do a cover of Let's Get Physical from uh, Olivia Newton John and yeah. hand out headbands Love it. and <laughs> Love
2: it. short shorts, headbands, and spandex.
1: Well, maybe yeah, I don't know if anybody wants to see a bunch of 40, 50 year old guys in short shorts, but <laughs> yeah, you do. yeah, you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh thanks man i appreciate you taking the time today this has been so much fun and hopefully we can uh, reconnect
2: for sure for sure
0: thanks for joining us today to continue the conversation visit us at our blog financial-recon.com appearances do not constitute endorsement of flagship wealth management group lpl financial or any other entity discussed in this program Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor. Member Finra SIPC. The opinions voiced are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. This information is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized tax or legal advice. We suggest that you discuss your specific situation with a qualified tax or legal advisor.
1: Joe Kwan, Carve Fitness are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial or
2: Flagship Wealth Management Group.